Working hard down Mississippi Surrounded by For one that ain't so pretty His parents give him love and affection To keep him strong Moving in the right direction Living just enough Just enough For the city And hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. And returning, gonna be a regular pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess, uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, like the previous times, uh, reintroduce, I guess, is a correct way to say it. Reintroduce yourself to the audience. I'm sure they know you by now, but. Okay. <laughs> um, awkward still. Um <laughs> Now y'all should be used to me now. Um, so I am Donna the Dead, and um, usually I'm a horror uh, aficionado, and um, I this is my third time back by popular yep. kind of demand. <laughs> oh no, kinda about it, definitely. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm back again, and um, I don't know. I never know how to introduce myself, so that's it. I'm Donna the Dead. Y'all, y'all should know by now. If you don't, I'm sorry. You're gonna get to know me. Nah. Oh yeah, definitely you will. Or they will. So today we're gonna hang most of the episode on um anniversary of um a movie by one of my favorite filmmakers, Spike Lee. And well, mm-hmm. by the time I post this, it'll would have a couple of days would have passed. So June seventh is a June seventh, nineteen ninety one is when the Spike Lee joint Jungle Fever came out and um, 1991 I was young (laughs) (laughs) so I wasn't able to see this when it initially came out but um, I remember even back then at the age I was I was how was I then oh yeah 10 (laughs) I remember remember the fuss about it here in older older people talk about it and this and that and right like oh yeah spike is tackling so for those of you who don't know um jungle fever is a movie about um blade or y'all call him Wesley <laughs> snipes <laughs> <laughs> um he plays an architect a successful married architect with um a child in the movie and he has an affair with his secretary who is white or italian and um yeah so i guess it's one of the major mainstream movies that tackled interracial um relationship um, yeah and i and i and i don't want to interrupt you i just go ahead you you said you were 10 um i'm dating myself right now because i was 20 (laughs) um and this was for me in my 20s and my friends people could not stop talking about this movie because people always had this kind of underlying, you know, interracial couples. What is it all about? Why do you Mm -hmm. date them? And I think this movie really kind of put a lot of people's, um, I guess, I don't want to say fetishes, but a lot of people's preconceived notions of what interracial dating was or what the attraction would be. Um, And he did a really good job 
as Spike always does, of pushing people's buttons and yeah. kind of putting things in their faces as to why they do things um, when it comes to dating outside of race. And speaking from personal, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, as, a, as a person, I, I, I've been married 28 years to mm. my husband, and he's Caucasian, and we live in the South, and um, we, we both grew up Southerners. Um, it, it, was, it was something, to say the least, when this movie came out. Um, people just could not stop talking about it. And it also, um, I know we're going to come back around to that, but it also had a lot of um, great debut um, acting oh, debuts yeah. for people in this movie, too, which I, I really like. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah I'll let you I'll let you get get back to it. I just wanted to oh, say no. I was far older and it was uh, for you to hear older people talking about it. It was <laughs> definitely going to be talked about. Um, yeah, because um, so, even back then, um, when I was that age, um, um, my parents, um, mm -hmm. mostly so my father, he um, he let me watch um, do the right thing. Because it was a very uh, relevant issue, right? You know about um, the race issue and this and that, and he wanted to you know. He would tell me, tell me when I was older. He wanted to see how I respond to it, and right. And yeah, I responded the way that uh, he wanted me to was uh, to have questions, mm -hmm. you know, about what was going on. But anywho, <laughs> with this movie, <laughs> I remember watching this movie. Um, uh, being able to absorb and analyze it when I was a couple of years older as a teenager mm -hmm. I think I watched it when did uh, Clockers come out oh god Because I, I, I think I went on remember. a binge um, Spike Lee I think it was 96 so yeah I, I must have been 16 or whatever so um, so yeah that's um, like that's why I have you on a podcast you have first-hand information about interracial relationships. I well, do. Yours. <laughs> 28 <laughs> years. That's, first of all, that's, a, that's an awesome thing, 28 years. It is. I'm mm. really surprised I haven't murdered him yet. So you guys, <laughs> he must be doing something right. So, And we're both Tauruses and we're both only oh. children. So yeah, it's always fun. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that was, uh, not to get too far off topic, there was a study that uh, happened recently um, one of the prestigious universities, I think Stanford or something. Mm -hmm. And long story short, they did a, a scientific study and it is proven that um, the Taurus um, sign is the best overall sign to be if you're a human being. But enough I mean, about that. We don't need we don't need science. We knew this. <laughs> we already knew this. Oh, but, but enough about that. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> No, so um, getting into the movie. So um, you haven't seen it in a while, and that's all right. But uh, we talked off air a little bit. You remember quite a bit of detail about it, which is good. So, um, of course, the main story is um, Wesley Snipes, who plays Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> Flipper Purify. And um, Annabella Sciorra plays Angie Tucci. And that's right. the main story. But it's also this nice subplot that I like that brewed in the movie with my boy John Totoro as um Polly. Oh, I right, because Polly is as uh Angie's fiance. Yeah. I guess that you know, like they oh, yeah. just assume that she's gonna marry him and right, yeah, because they were neighborhood um 
you know, within the, um, you know, if I'm wrong, um, correct me um, for my Italian listeners, but um, the Italian culture is um, normal to uh, keep everything um, like so close. Like what, if you come up in a neighborhood, you're going to date everybody in the neighborhood, you know, date and marry and all that. And they explore that in the movie because um, right. Angie and Pauly, um, the John Turturro and Annabella Sciorra characters are from the neighborhood. They went to school together and everybody knows everybody. Right. And they're like in Bensonhurst or? Yeah, Bensonhurst. That's Bensonhurst, it. Bensonhurst. That's it. Uh huh. Bensonhurst. And, um, and yeah, so um, they're dating. I don't know if they were um, engaged. I don't think or they whatever. were engaged, yeah. but they they may have been. But I think I think her her family was just like, okay, well, yeah, that's the guy you're gonna marry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's no question about it. He's a good guy. You're gonna marry him. That's it. Right. And then she's in a house full of men too. Like right. I don't know whatever happened to the mom, but yeah, I, they, I they that... mentioned she passed. Um, okay. Yeah, she passed yeah. away. Michael Imperioli is one of her brothers. Right, and, um, right. Frank Vincent is her father. And yeah, it's, um, we're going to come back to that in the movie. There's a scene, a very uh, disturbing scene when they find out what happened. But yeah. um, going back to um, John Totoro, he runs um, a store for his father, played by Right. Oh, um, oh, I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue. Anthony Quinn. Yeah, there you go. Bam. <laughs> I remember and this movie. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and so um, there's a customer who comes in the store regularly, a black right. woman, and played by. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just turned into a trivia for you. <laughs> oh, I already know. I love her. Um, she was Tyra, but I can't remember her last name. But she was the mom in. Um, oh yeah, hey, yo, Tyra Boys Pharrell. in the Hood. Yeah, Tyra Pharrell. Um, mm-hmm. gorgeous woman. I, I was oh, yeah. hoping we would we would come back and, and we would talk about Flipper and Angie first and then Oh yeah, go we're gonna back come back. To, we're gonna okay, reintroduce okay. and reintroduce. But oh yeah. So um but I wanted to bring that up because people tend to um when they talk about this movie, forget about that little subplot. They forget about that that subplot is so sweet. Mm-hmm. I, it I don't <laughs> I wanna talk about it, but I wanna talk about oh, yeah. the the tumultuous relationship and then go back to that oh, subplot. Yeah. Oh because no, we will. People, yeah, people always forget that subplot and it's a it's a good one. Um, right. Now I just wanted to now you you got me. That's why that's why I love having you on here. But I wanted to plant that seed first. <laughs> so let's get to the the juice of the story. So um basically um we mentioned or did we mention um Wesley Snipes' character is an architect. Right. Yeah, and he has um and he First of all, so he works for a firm. He's basically the number three at the firm, but he's treated, not treated as such. You know, he's brought all of the big projects and all that. And the guy's names on the um, the architect firm, um, they're played by the awesome, um, look at me, forgetting the name, <laughs> Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins, yeah. Awesome Tim Robbins and my boy, um, Brad Dorf, or The Reef, I always... I always say dwarf. Yeah, I never dwarf. Let's know go how dwarf. to say it. We'll go with dwarf. So for all of you, you you all know Tim Robbins. Obviously, you're gonna get a picture of that. For Brad, Brad Dorf, you probably don't know the name, but you when you see his face, you'll know who he is. And he's most famous for doing the voice <laughs> of one of the everybody's favorite slasher dolls, Chucky. But Brad Dorf in his right is a great actor. He's an Academy Award nominated actor. He's okay. so great. Yes. One yes. flew over the cuckoo's nest, and right. then we've got him in Dune, and 
I think wasn't he? He's in Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, Wormtongue. Uh, Worm yeah. yeah, so it's like he a really, yeah, totally a great actor. <laughs> um, so, so um, yeah, they play his boss, and um, his secretary is getting replaced by a temp, and he requests um, he requests the black temp, and they give him um, Angie, who is um italian and he has a problem with that and there's racial racial tension between he and um the guys who run the company and that's also another subplot that plays that was a lot of subplots in this movie oh yeah oh yeah yeah so anyway um you know they get to know um each other and then things build up and oh i'll let you take it from here (laughs) i mean things build up and it's a Chicka wow wow kind of situation <laughs> oh, <laughs> in yeah. the office. I mean, that's basically what it is. Um, there there is an attraction there, mm-hmm. but in my opinion, and and this is just my opinion, oh, it's a ahead. it's a superficial kind of gratuitous attraction. Yeah. Like there's no connection. I mean, he's feeling pressure from his job. She's feeling pressure from her family. They they feel like they connect but they connect for the wrong reasons that's that's what i got from that that initial yeah. moment of lust that they have in the office or whatever oh yeah um, no i think that's a great way to explain it and um yeah it's a the combination of numerous things that happen that man you know that leads up to their first encounter and also right. they do mention um later in the movie um it basically was curiosity also right exactly but neither exactly. one of them had um slept outside of their their race in the wood which is yeah. which is really funny because um <laughs> not not funny but with them being you know the ages that they are it makes perfect sense especially yeah. in her and her world and her neighborhood that would never happen oh, and yeah. in his world he kind of already dipped his toe in that water because his wife um lynette mckee is playing his wife oh yeah and she's already um you know she's mixed race she's biracial so you know in that aspect he he kind of went in that direction but he made sure that he stayed with someone that was black and that his daughter would be black so you know i i think the attraction was there and but i think that like you're right that curiosity was also there that kind of oh this is kind of taboo let's do this Mm -hmm. and it's almost like a slap in the face i mean it's a double slap in the face for I feel like I'm jumping ahead, but it's a double slap in the face for Flipper's wife because she already probably has gone through her life having to justify that she's biracial. Oh, no, it's a great scene. Um, Yeah, remember when he goes to the sister sitting around talking. Oh, yeah, that that, that scene, yeah. (laughs) It was so many great scenes. Uh, Yeah. And that scene, it was um, Lynette McKee, great. Lynette, was this Veronica Webb's first movie? I think it was too. Yeah, I think yeah. Spike would not have been dating her at that point. Yeah, or, she plays yeah. Um, Veronica Webb plays Vera, Spike Lee's character's wife in the movie, and right. Teresa Randall was one of um, the young ladies in that scene. Yep, and, and it's, yeah. it's it really is a double slap in the face because I, I think one of them, I don't know whether it was the women or if it was Flippers, uh, if it was uh, Spike Lee playing his friend where you already are having the affair but you're having the affair with a white woman <laughs> that's kind of rough i i, I yeah. think he you know it's almost like maybe i could have dealt with it if it was somebody right. that was black but now i have two things that i have to kind of wrap around my head 
And I think she even made a comment either to the friends or to him, I wasn't white enough for you. Yeah, um, yeah that's the that scene I was to... referring to. That's yeah. when he tries to make up to her at her job and brings flowers. She goes I to her office like... and yeah, she, um, great performance by Lynette McKee. Um, during that scene, she- It's a gut-wrenching performance. I mean- Oh yeah. Yeah, I, and that... <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, and um, she, um, yeah, she pours her heart out to like, yeah, you know, like you said, um, she says, oh, I guess I wasn't white enough for you. They used to call me and then we're going to use some colorful language and right. you know, get the, they used to call me white nigga, nigga, white, this, this yeah, and that. Yeah, that's, um, that's a huge slap in her yeah. face to, to do, well, one, to disrespect the marriage, but two, <laughs> to do it with someone who, yeah. it, it just, that you could feel that sting, that whole sting of, of that pain oh, through yeah. her performance. It was great. I agree with you. It's a wonder it's a it's a gut wrenching scene, I'm telling you. Oh yeah. And um yeah, we mentioned um and there's so much happening in this movie I didn't even realize. And um so going back to let's see, where can we circle back to? Since we mentioned um Veronica Webb. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Veronica Webb was a model, right? Yep, she was. Mm -hmm, before she was an actress. And this is hilarious. Um, I was watching, a, revisiting a movie. I was watching it with my wife. And um, mm -hmm. the scene she's introduced in, Veronica Webb has a short haircut that will be famous on another actress. And my wife thought it was that actress who's also in this movie, and it wasn't. And she's oh, the Holly Berry cut? Yes, the Holly Berry cut. <laughs> and my wife's like, hey, that's, you know that? Do you know the back of that head? I'm like, no, that's not her. That's Veronica that's not Webb. Her. <laughs> And I'm like, you'll see when she comes into the movie. But oh man, goodness. let's talk about Halle Berry for Della, a, a little minute. And her very first role. So, um, so basically, she plays. And this is gonna segue into another awesome performance. Halle Berry plays a crackhead. There's no no other way about it, right? No, no <laughs> other way about that. And what's so funny is uh, when you when you started describing uh, Wesley Snipes' character and the name Flipper, the reason mm -hmm. I, I chuckle so hard at it is because <laughs> Flipper is his name and yeah. and Sam Jam, the great Samuel Jackson, plays Gator. The, the, the crackhead brother Gator, <laughs> mm -hmm. who's, who's kind of in cahoots with this Holly Berry, you know, she's yeah, the crackhead. Yeah, they're basically the crackhead couple. The, the couple, yeah. Yeah, and and it's nuts. So Halle Berry is going on record saying that she basically doing everything except the drug itself. She was um, method acting. She wouldn't. Um, she would go days without showering and this and that and without eating and stuff. And like, man, but she to be a a debut role, she turns in a good. You you see something right there. You really do. It, it's and I feel I always feel bad too because it's like this is her debut role and she like really shined in it. And then they always got her to be that that it girl or the cute yeah. girl or whatever. And I think this it, it wasn't until we saw her in Monsters Ball, like way, way later, that mm -hmm. she kind of went back to that let me just do actual acting right. you know because we always want to see her with a bikini on i mean the woman's gorgeous of course we want to see her with a bikini on <laughs> right but but maybe give her a chance to act uh, we need to talk about that on another podcast yeah, good looking true. actors that can act because brad pitt is another one he he's a good he's a great looking guy but he's a hell of an actor but we always yeah. for his early part of career he was always that you know let me put him in a t no t-shirt Right, that's his breakthrough <laughs> role with him, you know, prancing around, right. no shirt on, uh, seducing movies, an older yeah. woman. 
<laughs> but anyway, back to Miss Hollyberry, yeah. who did an outstanding <laughs> job because I will digress all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um, yeah, and you speaking of um, Samuel L. Jackson, that dude in this movie, Sam Jam, <laughs> yeah, Sam Jam, I like that nickname. Doing yeah. his little gator dance when he right. wanted his money. Oh my gosh! And for those of you who don't know or haven't seen the movie in a while, Samuel Jackson is Wesley Snipes character's brother so flipper and gator and they are the children of the good reverend dr purify and lucinda purify played by the real life missing the death um married couple ozzy ozzy davis and ruby d oh my goodness yeah and yeah and it's, it's awesome what spike lee does with them in another movie he had them you know bickering at each, at each other because ozzy davis had a crush on her and she was <laughs> And do the right thing and, but yeah in this movie um uh once again great performances all around um right Ozzie davis is um super religious um reverend as is in his name the good reverend doctor they always refer to him by that name <laughs> and yeah and ruby d you know she's heartbroken about her oldest son being who he is and i don't she know if you remember him. Oh, of course. She, I mean, this she's in child. denial. Yeah, she is. She is. But I mean, you know, she's she loves him, and she's she thinks that you know her faith is going to bring him out of that. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna change. But the good Reverend Doctor knows better. Yeah, he knows what's <laughs> happening. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember how um, uh, Gator, his character, is introduced. Um, you remember this? I don't remember how he's introduced. Uh uh-uh. uh. So he comes in. They, they don't straight out say that he is um, an addict, right? And he comes in. He has the the jacket on with the tie and the dress shirt, and he says he needs a hundred dollars for a job application. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, like I'm paid back on my first check, and she off, offers him some food. Like, no, nah, I just eat this candy bar. He has a Mr. Good Bar. <laughs> and so they put the clues out there, so he doesn't straight out say that he's an addict, but he's giving you. And then you know we realize, oh yeah, by the end of the scene, we know what it is. Even, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, yeah, great scene. So um, yeah. So going back to um the relationship. So they um, Flipper and Angie, they have the relationship, and they actually uh, start dating after Wesley Snipes' character is kicked out of his house, right? <laughs> because um, Spike Lee's character, Cyrus. Uh, runs his big mouth to his wife his wife a, and his wife is gonna tell her yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we have um i think this is the movie you know um spike lee's trademark um uh the double dolly shot but uh um, i always call it the floating shot when walking and floating oh and, yeah um, the, we always call it the glide we yeah there we go the glide yeah. like, everybody has a big glide. name for it and there's um quite a few of those in here they're talking yeah like, i wonder how she found out he's talking to spike lee like she's like you told her <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly like what do you expect but yeah but no it's um yeah so they actually start dating and um and this goes to um the traditions of italian traditions about how they don't like to date outside the world the old school um so frank vincent the great frank vincent mm-hmm. plays um angie's father and you know he's an old school italian they don't date especially that's just what it is they don't they don't date black people right and he's straight up just you know bagging that 
the generation didn't we can entertain them but dating like nah because you know back in that day when they came up they loved sammy davis jr but you know if, the, if their wife was looking at them a certain way then, that's then they no get no. a little heated yeah right so um yeah so there's a speaking of heated there's when the neighborhood finds out that she was dating a black guy and you know um i don't know if you remember this scene that i'm getting to uh, what the father does to angie you know he gets upset and starts beating her with a belt i do remember that yeah it's a tough scene to watch it was incredibly hard to watch that yeah because you know and once again i was 20 so you know i'm thinking oh my god she's a grown-ass woman right. what the hell <laughs> but you know i also didn't grow up in that kind of neighborhood where i, I grew up in a different neighborhood <laughs> so um you know it, it's it, it's astonishing to me that we're also forgetting too um with flipper and his family he seems more upper class he obviously went to college and is right, real well true. educated Whereas Angie is from a, a clearly working class neighborhood, probably not a lot of education going on there. So yeah. they kind of just repeat the cycle of whatever has been going on for generations and generations. Right. Hence and her taking care of all of her brothers. Yeah. Right. Taking care of her father. And like, like she's the mom of the house and like basically like a surrogate wife at this point, like, right. you know, she's doing everything for them and that's what they expect. So that scene was, it was hard for me to watch because I, I yeah. couldn't fathom being a young person or an adult and having somebody whip my ass with a bell <laughs> because <laughs> I dated somebody that didn't look like me. Yeah, It was unbelievable. And I'm just going to say this. Growing up in the South, if you guys know anything about the South, and I'm sure you've seen a lot on the news, unfortunately, my state is no stranger to racism and no stranger to people giving you funny looks um mm -hmm. and when we first got married not to go off on my my personal life but when we first got married we got a lot of weird looks and i'm just that kind of outspoken taurus i would just yeah. look at them and be like do you have a problem <laughs> <laughs> um and then as i got older I would mellow out because I'd just be like, you know what, if they want to look, look. I look good, he look good. That's your problem. I ain't going to worry about it no more. But yeah. when I was younger, it, it used to irritate me. Or we would get these weird questions like, oh, did y'all meet in the military? What the hell kind of question is that? <laughs> so we have to wow. be, uh, he has to be in the military in order for us to <laughs> marry. Yeah, it's nuts, people, with scenarios they try to, like, it must have been, like, uh, yeah. It's what what astonishes me is that people have no filter and they just say whatever. And it's like, why would you even have the thought process to ask yeah. something like that? Um, yeah, and that's something. I'm glad you brought that up. But something I want to definitely touch on. But um, so jumping off me, um, no, no. <laughs> I, there 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 is there is a scene in this movie that I did want to talk about. Oh, yeah. um, so as, as we discussed, she had the, the horrible, um, you know, brutal beating by her father for, mm -hmm. for doing what he considered to be the worst thing ever. And really yeah. it's only because it's a reflection on him. It really has nothing to do with her. He just doesn't want everybody in the neighborhood to right. know, no. you know, yeah, um, like we were talking that old, that old school thinking, you know, right. The neighborhood um, and but what I think is funny about it is, um, like you stated, they move in together and I, there's this, uh, another great debut of um, 
Queen Latifah when they oh yeah in the restaurant <laughs> they go to the restaurant and he's she's like ignoring you got a, them yeah she's like you got a problem and she's like yeah I do yeah. There's, so Queen there's Latifah is the waitress who's um, oh, she's gosh. ignoring them taking everybody else's order Wesley Snipes and uh Annabella Sciorra sitting there yeah and she just kind of goes off like oh yeah I mean I I can't even remember but I know she was like you bring her stringy ass hair up in here yeah. and I was like holy yeah. goodness <laughs> she, cut that she, hole she in just her hair. blessed them out like yeah. and she called him like, you know, like is there a problem <laughs> yeah like, yeah it's a problem you know tired brothers <laughs> like you come and bring her in here <laughs> oh, so I I was I was floored by that and, and when I say we talked about this movie we talked about this movie and I and I do I, I am glad that it was made though because if they made it now, I don't it wouldn't have the same impact. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, Spike was touching on some topics a lot of people ain't want to touch back, you know, then this is 30 They years really ago. didn't. Yeah. And and then when also when this one came out, I'm not sure if it was around the same time or if it was after, but you know, then we had the Whitney Houston, um, Kevin Costner, my bodyguard, the bodyguard yeah. or whatever. And nobody batted an eyelash. They were just like, yeah, that's oh, true, okay, well, it? it's, Whitney <laughs> it's Whitney Houston. You know, <laughs> we love her. <laughs> I, I find it funny that those were two big movies about interracial couples. And mm -hmm. one got one got a lot of controversy. And one was just like touted as one of the best movies. You know, oh, it was such <laughs> a beautiful romantic movie. Yeah. 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 It, it was it was about the same for me with the bodyguard, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just um... saying. Yeah, people know. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure because people know Spike was gonna come with that um, realism. Yeah, and the fact that he named it Jungle Fever already yeah. had it in your face. Because for people who don't know what that term <laughs> means, um, you might want to Google it. That's all I'm gonna say <laughs> yeah, yeah. about that. But it, but it's what they what they perceive as if you are attracted to someone who is yeah. African American. Then you got a little bit of jungle fever. If you've seen Django, you already know yeah. when Calvin Candy says his whatever. Um, I I just that scene always kind of resonated with me. Um, and like I said, twenty year old Donna, twenty year old Donna would flip. I would just be like telling somebody <laughs> to go f themselves in a heartbeat. <laughs> but yeah, as I got right. older, I was like, whatever. You can look all you want. I look good. Go ahead and look. Yeah, that's my yeah. man. Okay. And it's something else I'm going to touch. Is um. I mentioned um, in the movie, um, John Turturro's character, Paulie, um, he has like a coffee shop newsstand um, that's owned by his father. Right. And the young lady that keeps Tyra, um, I don't remember what her name is in the movie. Do you uh, remember? What is her name in the movie? Orin. Really? Her name is Orin, yeah. Huh. It's weird. <laughs> Orin, yeah. No, and, that's um, fine. And that's and, the and about her coming in. It's and about she's the, the same. She's the same, though. If you really think about it, Orin, Orin, I cannot uh, remember that's her name. Yeah, that's what's weird. Was because he only also, says it once or twice. But no, go ahead. But she also comes across just like Flipper. Like she's very well educated. Clearly right. has a professional job, and is just a nice person. Like her demeanor is nice. And the subplot about the two of them that I love. I'm, I'm ruining this movie for anybody that has not seen this. I'm sorry. It came out in 91. Oh, no. You were just off the trolley too late. You still enjoy it, even though we talked about it. You'll yeah. enjoy the heck out of it. Um, I I love it because she comes by this little paper coffee place every day. She gets the paper. She says hello. They, they have mm -hmm. a little chit chat. And you can tell he is completely smitten with this woman. Oh, yeah. And that's not, it's not in the, the, the way that Wesley Snipes, Flipper, and Angie are 
All right. With yes, each I'm other. glad you see that contrast. Yeah. It was the best. It was the best. I thought it was the best bookend for um, for Spike to throw that in to show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people can be in international relationships for the right reason. These people were in it for the wrong reason. Now, do right. I think do I think Oren and and Polly are going to I don't know, because she just straight out told him, I don't really date people that are outside my race. That's not me. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like. She didn't think like, he was serious. And she's like, oh, no. Yeah. But and, I feel um, like if I feel like if that if that relationship flourished, I think it would grow. I think because oh, yeah. I think it would be more on they got to know each other on a personal on a on a friendship level, just right. talking and having a conversation. Uh, like we talked about this before on um, your other podcast when we were talking about romantic movies and those conversations carry so much weight. Like mm-hmm. it really lets you know who you're dealing with. If you can't talk with somebody, I, I said this on your la- <laughs> on the last podcast. When your body parts don't work anymore, you're not, you know, able to do yeah. all of the crazy. <laughs> you you yeah, else. if you can't talk, I don't want to be with somebody I can't talk right. with. Like my my husband and I, yeah, we've been together a long time, but every night is like summer camp. Like we're just stupid as hell. <laughs> so, so if we can't have that dialect and talk, what yeah. is it even all about? So I and like I, you said the contrast we, is um. The yeah, contrast is great. I I love it because it's like there's a shred of hope in that one, and yeah. and even at the you know very why I end, say to myself, oh, but go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say even at the very end when when he goes to her house because of some things that happened in that neighborhood, <laughs> and she's kind of and she's kind of looking around like, uh, do I really want to let this guy in my house? But she does, and and mm-hmm. I feel like that means that that is gonna be a hopeful relationship. I feel yeah. like that in my bones. So yeah, oh man, you basically said what I was about to say, and that's why I said I think that that there's hope for that. Um, because after what happened, so I'm gonna cop back and talk about one thing, but not the specific thing that happened to him. Okay. And um, like you said, he goes <laughs> after that thing that happens to him. He still goes <laughs> into her house. He still goes. That's how determined he is to be yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna learn more about this woman because she is fascinating, mm-hmm. and I want to be with her. Like he, his father was like so dour yeah. and just it's sad and, like yeah you. <laughs> oh my god see i don't i don't even know how to to begin to act in this and 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 i'm sorry i i you know me y'all y'all gonna get used to me i talk too much no, when no, i talk no, about talk, stuff i'm passionate about that's podcast that's what it's for that's but you know it's funny because um i always seem to circumvent to myself but growing up in the south and like you said, old school. My grandparents, mm-hmm. my grand, my grandmother was not a huge fan of, <laughs> of when my husband and I first started dating. Um, and we knew each other. Like our families know each other, so they we've known each other since we were mm-hmm. kids. Um, but my grandmother was just like, uh, and I had to put myself in her place because she's growing up from a different era where people that were lighter than her weren't very nice. <laughs> so. Yep. It, it was scary for her and I think she was scared for me but once they knew my husband they all of that went out the window and so I can totally understand having that that old school mentality but I love how Polly just broke out of it and said you know what I'm just gonna yeah. take the jump that's it and I got, um, <laughs> I got a point to that scene as a very specific scene I won't get into too much detail yeah but he's working in the shop, right? Like you said, she comes in and visits every day. Right. So the shop has a bunch of regulars who comes in there. 
one of them played by John Turturro's actual brother, Nicholas Turturro. I don't know if you right? remember that. Yep. <laughs> and that's hilarious seeing them go at each other, <laughs> real life brothers. And um, there's a couple of other ones. And they see um, Tyra Farrell's character come in and they talk all the crap. Oh, I can never. And sorry, colorful language people. Oh, with a moolie? I'm like, oh, no, no. Right, no. right. But you know what? She got a nice ass and I'll do it. I'm exactly. like, make up your mind. Exactly. Oh, but that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy. Even the one guy went, he held the door before and he, he sniffs her as she leaves. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, really? But, yeah, and it's nuts. And and they get into um a heated debate about, um I think it was about voting and also um, a whole bunch of other stuff and you see you know that they're just talking a bunch of trash and and um like yeah it's, it's it's a crazy scene and i don't know if you remember this spike lee snuck something in and he's it's a close-up of him he's thinking about um like yeah why am i arguing with y'all instead of going after her right mm-hmm. and there's a guy in the background reading the newspaper you remember what the front the headline of the newspaper said no <laughs> and I noticed this. It says doing the right thing. Oh my god. <laughs> and that that's scene. clever. That was really cute. And of course, you people who Spike Lee had a one of his more famous movies is Do the Right Thing that came out. I think it was his last movie before this one. I or think last so, two. Yeah. But yeah, it's um no, we could go on about this movie. Ah, now nah, that's what I wanted to ask you, Donna. I'm sorry, um. Do you remember who this movie was dedicated to? No. Now that you'll have to tell me. And so, and even so, they kind of mention um, the situation. They do mention it. It's actually when um, Angie is talking with her buddies. Oh, my goodness. And I'm sorry. Oh, wait. I don't mean to interrupt you. I no, do no. remember because it, it was about the incident in Bensonhurst, which yes. is what I thought was clever that he had that neighborhood set that she yeah. was living in. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. The movie is dedicated to Yusuf Hawkins. And um, it was an unfortunate situation. Um, 1989 happened in, in um, Bensonhurst, an um, Italian neighborhood. And, you know, he was killed because um, they believed that uh, he was involved with one of the girls in the neighborhood. But wasn't he... He actually was looking for a car, like a... Like a yeah. It wasn't, he wasn't even dating anybody yeah, in he wasn't even, to my knowledge. Um, yeah, he was um he was coming there to yeah look for a car to, to buy a used car, and they attacked him. Then um yeah it's, it's nuts. And it, and it gets you. He has a great way of of putting um, social commentary and 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 things in his movie. Mm-hmm. And there's there's humor in the movie too, but um, definitely yeah. It, it's it's disheartening um, because. It's all about the miscommunication, and it's all about not really getting to know people. I, right. I, I can't tell you how much um, watching this movie, especially in the beginning when they're like, you know, the relationship is all new and they're moving in together, and she thinks she's independent. And I think there's one scene where they're out and they're just playing around, you know, oh, kind yeah. of goofing around, and and he like pushes her on a car, and you know, he's yeah, on. They top were talking of her about and, boxing. She was bringing up right. Italian boxing. He's bringing up like, oh, Ali. And they were, you know, pantomiming that like they were fighting because they were talking about boxing. And and, and then yeah. the cops show up and they're like, yeah, guns drawn. Is he attacking you? <laughs> was he was he trying to rape you? Whatever it was. And I was like, what? Right. Um. So, yeah, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of things in this movie. Um, the the whole crack problem. Oh um, yeah, and when he goes the, and search for his brother, that was uh yeah. My wife had never seen a movie when he was searching because uh, his brother stole his parents' TV, and they went into the they went into the crack house, and she like, geez, that was a. I don't know if you remember that visual where everybody was in the what they call the Taj Mahal. I remember that, and then didn't he use like a. Uh, living for the city like uh, yeah, Stevie, Wonder Stevie song. Wonders, yeah. it's so bleak i mean that scene, song yeah. is is pretty pretty bleak i think the only Stevie wonder song that probably would have fit that better was village ghetto land if you've ever right. heard that song. <laughs> oh my gosh that is just and, and everybody's you know you see baby you see like little kids in there and mm-hmm. it it was really bleak and it's shot dark and filthy everything yeah. looks gross uh and he's um great acting by wesley you know he's got a like coughing and stuff because the stench and the smell and right and yeah but it's um they're very powerful and speaking of which uh donna i'm glad you mentioned um most of the soundtrack was created for the movie by stevie wonder, by stevie the, wonder. the music yeah 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 it's obviously always, um... except for well not obviously some like i always say some of the kiddos listening um living for the city came out early 70s so obviously that that was just one he put in the movie that was his right and it was and it was it mattered it, it was poignant for that scene oh, i mean yeah. it makes a lot of sense but what i always find i shouldn't say funny but what i always find funny about the song jungle fever mm-hmm. is i always think of um <laughs> we can go back to this because i know we're going to talk about interracial couples and tv shows too mm-hmm. but uh there's a episode of the fresh prince of bel-air where um one of his aunts, like his mom's sister, gets <laughs> yeah. brings up a white guy, and Carlton just starts singing Jungle. He sings like all yeah. of these melodies of interracial songs, and Jungle Fever episode, was yeah. one. And it, and it just so every time I hear that song, well, the the title of it always makes me laugh. But when I hear it, all I think of is Carlton singing it <laughs> to Will to Will's um aunt. Wow, it's yeah, so that funny. was right. He, oh man, but yeah, so. Yeah, thirty years. Movie came out nineteen ninety one, and um, is the movie was a hit. It was a huge hit, actually, for the um, budget to um, gross ratio. It almost grossed fifty million. On um, and this is all domestic. You gotta think. Um, so basically, even unless it's a big blockbuster, this is still sad. It's talking about race problems. Mm-hmm. So unless a movie is a big blockbuster action type movie, it um. There's basically no market for, um, I guess, what you would call um, a black movie overseas. And um, so, yeah, Black Panther is going to make money overseas because it's a Marvel movie. Right. But um, but the Five Bloods ain't going to be seen overseas, you know? Right. And um, it was the same thing. Um, and that's a, that's a whole nother, I think you mentioned this earlier, the phrase, that's a whole nother podcast, uh, what that <laughs> issue is. And um, there was a movie. I'm sorry, getting off, well, not off track, but still related. No, it's fine. Um, there was a movie with Vince Vong, Vince Vong, um, uh, John Favreau, where they like go on vacation and um, Fajon Love. Uh, you know, y'all remember this one? It's not made, is it? I don't think it's made. Um, no, it was like a, a vacation movie. And, oh, um, I have with to all these it couples. They go um. Oh, like couples retreat or something like Is that. I don't retreat? remember. Man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get it. Um, uh, let me. I want to look it up. I'm sitting here. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make a point. Couples retreat. You're right. Ah, look couples at retreat. me. 
So, um, are you by your computer? No, well, I am now. All right. I so, if you look up, up, if you look that up and look up that movie's poster, there's um, there's a uh, four couples on there, mm-hmm. and um, three of the couples are the white couples. And the other couple was black. That's Fajon Love. And um and um who was his um I forget her name. She was on the um Steve Harvey show. She was on um, Fajon Love's significant other. I'm looking it up. <laughs> so there was a little bit of a controversy with that poster. What was and, the po- what was the controversy? Well, when the movie was um released overseas they literally on a poster take out the black couple you stop no nah. <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. did not know that and, um, oh my gosh and you know this is when um when social media was starting to be used used as a tool for information and um you know that started to, and it, it was one of it went uh, i guess um it was trending because yeah, that's um. I'm yeah, looking it at one... it now. Yeah, there we go. I can see it now because they just they basically just moved Vince Vaughn and Kristen Bell over, <laughs> like, <laughs> and the couple is gone. Oh my gosh! I I one I've never seen that movie. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, not two... the best movie. It was just an example. But now I was talking about that about the market. But anyway, I was talking about how um, uh, yeah, this is a very successful movie, and um. You know, it got Spike Lee, uh, plenty of his other projects greenlit, but um, yeah, still very relevant movie. And and so I mentioned that scene. We're gonna start talking about the the other stuff. I mentioned that mm-hmm. scene in um the newspaper shop with um John Turturro's character and the other guys, right. the, the knuckleheads, talking about um like oh yeah about they still do her. But then again, I'm like, no, we can never be seen in public and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. And so there's the thing with. um, uh, With interracial interracial relationships mm-hmm. and it's um, kind of messed up for people who I see this mostly in younger people. And I've experienced it myself. Um, People not knowing the difference either side, if you're black or white, you know, Asian or whatever mm-hmm. people don't know the difference between actually genuinely liking someone liking or loving someone or fetishizing about someone exactly you know what I mean and that's exactly. the point of that scene where they would talk about like oh look at that you know oh she got a nice ass and all that and this and that I do it you know that that's fetish territory you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then that's the whole thing about you know the black guys they got you know, hey, you know the, the black guys got the big junk. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's that's a fetish thing, and I experienced that firsthand. She straight told me. <laughs> she like, oh, <laughs> see, and it's, that's it's and not that's, funny, but it's funny at the same time. It it is. It's not and, funny, but it is funny. I know what you. I know exactly what you mean. Like, man, I, she the chick I was with, she was um, she was white, and she she told me, and it's it, I'm just telling you what happened. This ain't me toot my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> and she told me straight out after we were done doing what we were doing we're, we're all the devils here she was like right. oh man it is true I'm like what's true what are you talking about <laughs> what, what are you talking about it was, it was like an episode of a sitcom I'm like what are you talking about you, you feel like, like you are on a sitcom 
right? Yeah, like, who, exactly. Like you're on the Truman Show. Like, I'm like who's, damn, who's I felt so huge. You just trying to see what the. <laughs> Like yeah, and it's, it's, it's that's horrible. That's a horrible thing, and yeah. and uh, and you're right. And I and I I'm not gonna say it's just young people because some older people are still yeah, fetishizing. It's like, please get your head out your ass and think for a minute. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. Yeah. I, and I and and I'm also one of those people where I, for the lack of a better term, and I know people, <laughs> I know people listening to this are gonna be like, dang, Donna is so crazy. But I'm <laughs> no, not no. here to give you african-american etiquette lessons you should be a, a conscious human being and know what is right and what is not right to say yeah. i i don't want to have to teach you how to say what you shouldn't say um oh yeah it, it's it's funny like you said it's funny but it's not funny um because i would never i would never assume to say something that if I feel like it's going to be racist or if I feel like it's going to be inappropriate, I'm not going to say it. So it's the statement. All. And um, you probably heard it. And um, hey, sorry, people. This is a, just, it's a sensitive topic we're talking about. It is. So there's a, there's a word. And the thing with racism is there's a lot of people out there don't know that they might be racist. <laughs> <laughs> and um. You know, you don't have to be, you don't have to be, um, cross burning. Yeah. You don't have to have a rebel wearing. flag. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to have a rebel flag to be racist. No, you, you really don't. It, but there's it, a the statement same. that always precedes something that is about to be said that is extremely racist. And you know, I'm this, not racist. But, I have a black friend. Yeah. That, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's the, it's the, but I there's can't this be meme. racist. My friend. <laughs> oh, there's this meme of a damn a big dam uh-huh and um on the left of it on the dam is written it says i'm not racist then on the right side you see the water breaking through but <laughs> with the word but <laughs> the minute you no. say i'm not <laughs> you've the, the, already clarified right the reason are. you don't have to but yeah it's, it's it's that and but yeah let's get into um like you might know this a little better than me because i'm not really but so in the movies, there seem there's a lot of um, interracial relationships. There's some in, that happen in movies, but there's, right. doing the research, you find out that man, it's not really that much. And um, as far as the movies, and it's it's still a, an issue. And also, when there are there's um, a representation issue. Some of um, the couples are uh, dysfunctional, abusive. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> and and I didn't even realize that it's just in, in in most race, in most races. Um, like for example, um, my brother brought this to my attention. He's like, man, yeah, the Cuban dude get the gets a white girl, but he's Scarface. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she's, and that was just one little example. But television, um, seems to be a lot more lax i guess when it comes to interracial relationships i think i think television is but i i did when we go back and talk about it i did have Mm -hmm. a few um actual movies that to me i i applaud the the interracial relationships Uh, that they that they do um but i can tell you as a kid growing up because i i was a 70s baby and i grew up in the 70s and the 80s the very first time i saw an interracial couple on tv was um 
Helen and Tom Willis on the Jeffersons. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and as a kid, I I was like, I was yeah, like, she married, married to this right? white yeah. guy? Was right. <laughs> and that's Lenny, it's um, Roxy, Roxy Roker, I think that's her. Yeah. Um, she's <laughs> Lenny Kravitz's mom in, in yeah. real life. But um, I always thought that that was such a, a, a funny way of, putting an interracial couple um you know she was very much a strong black woman and her husband was just kind of an aloof white guy but um the jeffersons was one of those that was the first time i'd seen it like in my face um yeah and then one of my uncles married um a white woman and and that was the other time that it was in my face (laughs) um but that was a pretty cool little show um you know they they didn't really they didn't make her like uh like she wasn't black like she was black to the bone you know right. like through and through even though they were wealthy um and her husband was just enormously in love with her i love their relationship what i don't like uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the and it was the 70s so i understand um is that their children they have one son who's completely white and they have one daughter who's yeah. completely black and I guess at that point they weren't really hiring biracial actors, so right. <laughs> that was how they kind of phoned that in. Like he just right. came out just white as the snow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she but came out looking unfortunately, just like you know that would most people, you know, um, who didn't, you know, know. Like I said, this is very early on, and still, right. I mean, I didn't even know are just legalizing interracial marriages. Out, coming oh, out the sixties and stuff like you're, that. You're not you're not telling me anything. I don't know. Technically, <laughs> when we when we got married, technically we did something illegal because it oh, was man. only it only became legal here like about maybe ten years ago. That's like crazy. literally. So 2011. <laughs> yeah, it's that's ridiculous. Cr- that's <laughs> I was breaking the law. What can I oh, say? Um, but yeah, and it's um, but no, you know, people watching that sh- the show was a huge hit. People know who the Jeffersons are. Um, right. The TV show is so you got to think people would think, and this is how it actually worked. Like, oh, if, if there's an interracial <laughs> couple and they have children, it is going to come out like... one race or the other. <laughs> and you know that, 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 that's that's like, some what? archaic thinking, boy. <laughs> I mean, but I was a kid, so in the you know, as a kid, I didn't know any different. I was like, oh, they're so cute. You know, I didn't know. Um, but what's so funny about it is for the longest when you saw interracial couples on tv it was always a black woman and a white man you never saw a black man with a white woman and then now even now we're just now getting to where we see asian men and asian women with people outside of their race so it's like why why is it taking us this long to get to this point i i um i don't know if you remember but a a while back like right after loss ended or maybe a few years after they had this show called flash forward um, oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, it didn't last very long, but what I loved about it was they actually had John Cho, who I adore, yeah. and Gabrielle Union, and they were a couple. I remember. And I yeah, thought, that's where I remember. What? I was like, what? This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you never, you never see that because they always make the Asian guy the friend or the best friend yeah, the or buddy and yeah, and he's never, he's never with the girl, so it's like, or he's a stoner or you know some. <laughs> goofy character that we're making fun of but yeah, when i saw funny. that i was like I'm, i'd give john cho a shot if he's into sisters i don't <laughs> have yeah. a problem with that but that's a great observation you make about you harley still actually 
to this day you don't really see it um usually you don't see it going the other way right um anymore um, you said with the white woman he's always a um, black woman and or a white guy and but it usually isn't reverse and still you know ahead of his time that's you know jungle fever um yeah because we're talking about it and um but we're but we're also forgetting interracial dating isn't new i mean really think about it shakespeare wrote oh, othello no. and that's about that's a true right so i mean clearly <laughs> this has been on people's minds or they've seen it happen now you, now you got me curious um and um this one thing i want to ask you about before you go i want you to go back to those movies you said who you felt done it right yeah interracial but i want to ask you about one movie in particular is um i think it is it's not as um i don't know as popular the word as it should be or it's kind of under the radar i'm gonna call mm-hmm. it that there's a movie came out 2016 called loving oh i love that movie yeah great movie based on a true story based on a true story and yeah, about richard mistaken, and mildred loving i want to say that they were in the south weren't they from south carolina or north carolina north uh, carolina virginia maybe? virginia i knew they were southern mm-hmm. yeah so for all those of you and um oh what's my girl named ruth um nega uh, there you go ruth yeah ruth, um nega she even got an academy award nomination for best actress which is yeah, why I I'm surprised movie. this movie um, doesn't have that. And Joel Egerton plays Richard, uh, Richard and Mildred um, Loving. That's the last name. Yep. And the movie is about their interracial married couple in the 60s, Virginia. And they went on a legal battle with with their marriage. Now, they were trying to claim their marriage was illegal and it went to the Supreme Court. Like, man, this is a great freaking movie. Yeah. You know what's so uh, funny about this movie, and not funny, not funny, haha, but this movie actually, the story of the mm-hmm. loving um, couple was actually done before. It was a HBO movie. Um, have you ever heard of that one? Um, was it? I saw. Um, there was a documentary. I remember there was a documentary, but they yeah. actually did an HBO movie about them. Um, yeah, and it's um, it has. Timothy Hutton oh. and um oh gosh why am I drawing a blank she's a <laughs> she's a lovely um oh is it Layla Layla Rashawn I can't is remember it, um uh, what is her name yeah Layla Layla Rashawn yeah yeah so Miss, is, Mr. and Mrs. Loving 1996 yeah. uh, made for TV movie yeah and, and and it's not bad it's it's actually good it's not as good as the loving movie that came out in 2016 but it, mm-hmm. it's not it's not a bad watch yeah, I, I was apart. fascinated with that with that couple uh well for obvious reasons but um they were southerners first of all mm-hmm. um and they i mean people ripped them out of their bed at night and they couldn't yeah. be together and if anybody had a, a testament to love it was definitely it, it they're aptly named i mean they really right. were <laughs> definitely. I, you know because i don't know too many people that would be like okay well we're gonna go to court and fight this yeah you know give up um and they both were really really great in this movie everybody was really great in this movie to be honest mm-hmm. yeah and they, um i didn't yeah i must have missed that one on uh, 1996 yeah 20 years yeah, and the documentary I referred to was um, The Loving Story uh, from 2011. Right. Uh, it was pretty good. But yeah, that's, um, so check that out, people, if you haven't um, Loving, or both now. I'm sure the 
the HBO movie is probably really hard to find. <laughs> probably, yeah. You probably have to go to like a library or something. Yeah. Dust off a of VHS or something. Oh, man. Um, but th- those, um, that was, yeah, I agree with you. That's a really um, great story. And, and the fact that it's based on a true story is, mm-hmm. is doubly good. Oh, yeah. Um, so one of the things I will say um, with interracial couples, they don't really portray a whole lot of older interracial couples mm. um usually when you see it they're like young and vibrant and <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it, it, you know um but going back to the tv show um lost i don't know yeah. if you got caught up in the Lost. oh lost, i definitely like did. I, did i think i'm one of the few who actually stayed with it from beginning to end i did too <laughs> I, I i'm like such a lost fanatic i i ended up buying these books of, that broke down every episode and all of the literary references and all of the Easter eggs and I mean I, I became obsessed with this show. Yeah. But there was a couple in Lost, um, Rose and Bernard. Yes. They were an, an older couple and um they met and we, we don't even find her husband until like what season two or three. Like there's it, it's it's a while before we get to to get these two lovebirds together. But they find interracial yeah. love late in life. And I, I probably went in their like 60s almost, late 50s, early yeah, 60s. Definitely up there. Definitely one of my favorite couples. Um, and if you haven't seen Lost, then I'm just going to spoil it for you. They <laughs> they stay together and they're on this island and they, they have a chance to leave and they stay. They don't mm-hmm. even want to go because they've made their own little Adam and Eve paradise there. Um, I, I love when we see older couples which is my segue into <laughs> one of my favorite movies is Jackie Brown and oh man just watch that the other day on HBO Max <laughs> that HBO Max is killing me though. <laughs> they yeah. literally just added House Party and House Party 2 I am so watching that tomorrow night um <laughs> that has nothing to do with interracial TV oh, no. you guys but um Jackie Brown that that relationship between Jackie and uh Robert Foster's character. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. He yeah. he's he sees this woman coming out from lockup and oh, instantly yeah. <laughs> is thunderstruck. I mean, first of all, it's Pam Greer. Who is not gonna be thunderstruck when they see Pam <laughs> Greer? I wouldn't be thunderstruck if I saw Pam Greer coming out. Mm-hmm. But I love that relationship too, because it it's sweet. They're mature people, yeah. they know what's up. And I wish we had seen more of that fleshed out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like um, yeah, the ending of it, how it keeps you thinking and uh, yeah, how they, I guess, part ways. What do you think, though? Do you think he's going to go visit her? You oh, think yeah, he'll... definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely. mean, how many times are you going to get a woman like that? Right. <laughs> and I think the way they part ways was, uh, you know, the little, that little kiss and all that was a way for her to tell her, tell him, you know, to come get me. Yeah, that's, I that's think my so thought. too. But then in that movie, we also have that the weird interracial. I say weird the <laughs> <laughs> the Samuel yet again Sam Jam and his little beach bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie is just oh yeah yeah. I cannot get enough of Melanie. She just kills me, and every Bridget Fonda really <laughs> owned that role. Mm-hmm. But their relationship, Ordell was just. He plays a pimp named Ordell. Well, I say pimp, but he yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a whatever, all around whatever hustler. Um, but him and Melanie, it's, it's like 
it's like a cat and a dog. Whereas Jackie and I can't remember what is Robert Forster's Max Cherry. Ca- Max Max, how did I forget bonded. that? That's like a beautiful name. <laughs> what am I doing? Her and Max, I, I love that that kind of just easy kind of seduction to the point where he's so sprung. He went and bought what is it? The Delphonics, the stylistics. Yeah, I don't. Like, I always who get is this? Confused. You never heard it. He just went and bought the. Just started vibing off of it. That's how much he dug this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Now, my, um, and tell me if I'm talking too much because you know no, you no, no, let no. me I run. Like this. this is um. No, this is why I had you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so the but other yeah. one, um, we didn't. We one uh, movie that is also another older interracial couple but they didn't i feel like they didn't spend enough time on it um have you ever seen uh what is it oh my gosh i just i had it written down and i don't know what to do with it <laughs> what is this oh the the eiger sanction Ooh, with, i have not heard it okay so it's a clint eastwood movie um and i can't i always get their names confused so i think it's vonette mckee She's gorgeous. If you, if you, let me look it up. Hold on, hold on, everybody. The, the Iger section. Sanction. Sanction. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm Southern. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, and so it's Vonetta McKee, and it's this great. Mm. Um, my mom was a huge um, Clint Eastwood like nut, so it's this great action thriller, and and Vonette, Vonetta McKee is in it. I, I absolutely love her because she has the most gorgeous eyes. Like I'm an eye person. <laughs> and um and they kind of have this little relationship in it, but nobody really like he's an assassin and he's on the run, and that's why it's called the Igers. I'm not even gonna ruin this one because if you haven't seen it, you really need to get on this. But God, he's a God, I'm sorry, Donna. <laughs> I know what this is. I only understand okay. the movie about him and um, mountain climbing. Okay, well, yeah, mountain climbing. I don't yes, think it's a mountain I climbing, I always think of everything else. <laughs> Yes, I know what this. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's so, that one and... freaking movie. Like, <laughs> yes, I know just what this is. Well, first that's when he all, was on his. Uh, that's when he was on his Tom Cruise missing the yeah. so like he wanted to do all the stunts and you know whatever. I recently, um, revisited it. Revisit this because um, you know how Variety does the expert reviews the movies with right. the things in them, and they did mountain climbing, and they did this movie. A mountain climber was doing. He did the Tom Cruise climbing the thing, and then he did this right. movie. I'm like, hmm, what is this? And I, I looked at this like a, a month ago. I didn't, I forgot the name of it. Yeah. So, so she is, you know, basically she just seduces him and, you know, tries to get his money. I don't remember whether she got the money, but I felt like yeah. that's a relationship. I wish they had fleshed out yeah, a little bit right. more. I don't know. Sometimes I just get caught up in the sauce and I want to see more of what's going on. Um, but one that's kind of a contemporary one that we didn't talk about is uh, something new. Have you ever heard of that one? Oh yeah, that's um. Oh, what's her name? Sinead Lathan. Yes, yeah, that was Sinead yeah. Lathan, and uh, yeah, I remember that. She and uh, Simon <laughs> Baker. Yeah, um, and I like that one too. I felt it was like I think it is maybe PG thirteen. I don't think it's R. Yeah, but I, think I so. but I felt like they pulled up a lot of things that people talk about or, or don't want to talk about in interracial relationships like mm-hmm. um you know he <laughs> simon baker is so cute he's the cutest thing and <laughs> he's like playing with her hair and he's like why don't you wear your hair natural and she's like oh i'm not gonna go to work you know looking like this or whatever whatever and he you know the, the thing i don't like about this movie i love this movie and i hate this movie at the same Uh-oh, time what is it? if if i can if i can expound on it a little bit 
it's kind of a cookie cutter romance like we know by the end of it they're going to be together and that's fine and i have no problem with that what i don't like about it is he makes this comment about her hair and then like a couple of scenes later she cuts her weave off because she now feels comfortable enough to have her real hair i i feel (laughs) like you should have already been comfortable enough to have your real hair and it shouldn't have taken a man to tell you to do that but that's another they were trying to do something with that but yeah yeah, I don't think they executed that. Um, yeah, I didn't, well I didn't really care for that. And and <laughs> and then and then she's trying to explain that they're in the store and they're having this argument, and she's trying to explain to him about the black tax, and he he's just like, "Does it have to be everything have to be black?" And I thought I would kick somebody's ass if they said that to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm black twenty four seven fool. What do you think? Yeah, a lot of people um, don't under, understand that. Does that really mean? I mean, I'm nice, and and everything's hunky dory. I mean, that's a that's a huge part of who I am. So when he said that, I felt like that was a little out of pocket. Like you would never say that to yeah. somebody. Like no, don't don't ever. Just for anybody who's listening, don't ever say that. <laughs> Just don't do it. It's not going to end well. Um, and okay, so um, Sigmund, you gonna have to tell me to shut up. No, oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm liking everything you're bringing. So <laughs> I was hoping, but so uh, that's something a, I wanted to ask you about. Yeah, it's back in the day. Um, were you a fan of Star Trek? Love Star. Trek. My mom is a Star Trek. She was a Trekkie, like diehard Trekkie. I was Star Wars. She was a Trekkie. Yes. So, Captain Kirk, I want to know if you <laughs> remember this and how big of a deal it was. Um, man, even in 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 reruns, I didn't know the significance of it when I saw it when I was finally watching it. So, it was one of the more popular mm-hmm. um interracial kisses. Oh my gosh, they flipped out. Yeah, well, okay. So we're talking about everybody when William Shatner and Michelle Nichols, um, you know, they they shared um, what they call a full lip contact. People <laughs> lost their minds. They said they got death threats and they were going to cancel the show. Right. And I thought that was pretty, for lack of a better term, I thought it was pretty ballsy mm. for for him to to put that out there on the show and, and the interesting thing about it do you remember it specifically can you have a picture it in your head i can picture it yeah so the thing is is um interesting is uh, the magic of filmmaking tv show in this case is that the illusion of something happening is they kiss but they turn their head away from the camera mm-hmm. so you don't technically see the kiss but you know what's supposed to be happening. And even still, like you said, people went nuts. People lost their minds. <laughs> now imagine they if they really actually did. showed the physical lip contact. Oh man, no. Boom, right front and center, which they didn't, which is that's that's so interesting that people just went nuts. Just the idea. Just the idea. <laughs> that it happened. And this was in 1968. Yeah, I mean, we're already at the point where we're almost at the 70s, and mm-hmm. you know, Woodstock is about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's um <laughs> it's very it's very funny, like you said, what what people have in their mind and what actually unfolds. It's like it's like going back and watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We don't really see anything, but yeah, we think we saw everything. Um 
what I think is so funny about it too is it, it's okay for Captain Kirk to make out with a green lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Eddie Murphy yeah, made that joke. You know, he'd be sleeping with everybody. I mean, really think about it. Guardians of the Galaxy, he's sleeping right. with like a magenta colored woman and we don't even bat an eye at it. So when he's, you know, making out with a green lady or, you know, some other type of other, that's perfectly fine. You have no mm-hmm. problem with that. He literally has slept with everybody in the galaxy at this point. Yeah, but but that that was a big deal. But yeah, that's um, no, it's nuts, and we can go. And I'm surprised one we neither one of us mentioned that was sort of a big deal back in the day. I don't think they embraced or anything. You can tell me. I, don't, I haven't seen it recently, honestly. Is guess who's coming to dinner? Oh yeah, I don't know why we didn't talk about that. <laughs> I, I really don't. And I was just getting ready to say, um, I was going to say, well, let's go back. Let's go. Let's talk about that first. <laughs> yeah. What I, going. what I love about that movie, first of all, it's got the classiest man ever. Oh, yes. Good old Mr. Sidney Cotier. <laughs> but what I find funny about it is um, a friend of mine was, we were kind of, talking about it and we were also talking about get out and we were saying how <laughs> that's like the, <laughs> that's get out the horror version <laughs> well, yeah. into um but yeah i don't know why we didn't talk about that that was pretty controversial too um for the time mm-hmm. just the idea of of bringing uh your your black fiance home um it's weird yeah, and, um, yeah. One of the few times back then that was '67. Yeah, yeah. One of the few movies. Um, yeah, because they were. Yeah, they were married. Oh, they had already gotten married. I thought they were just engaged. Yeah, I think they were at some point in the movie. They did get married. But here's the thing: he was a doctor. So is yeah. that really? Would that really be <laughs> that bad of a thing? Your, your son-in-law is a doctor. I would be too. I'd be too excited about that part. Then. Yeah. But then again, I you know I'm yeah it was up in, um it was a big deal because yeah still back then it was still uh, illegal in 17 states it uh, was interracial yeah. marriage and uh, it's well, mostly southern states of course. Yeah, so who crazy. was the who was the dad? It was Spencer Tracy, but who was the mom? Spencer the mom, Tracy with the dad. Drayton, um, who was the mom? It was um Catherine Halton. Okay, mom, I know yeah. there were I know there were two um yes, really Hepburn. strong yeah. Yeah, Bernie Halton, two Catherines in a movie. Yeah, yeah, I actually um... like this. <laughs> yeah, and um, and as um, the what's the name said when I was looking it up, and um, they don't not only portray the interracial relationship, they portrayed in a positive light. They did. It was, um, <laughs> you know, it it was once again he was a professional, you know. Yeah, and... like you said, he was a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, but... I think um, I think they were more worried for her. If, if, <laughs> right. what I, if what I can remember, I think they were more worried about how the world was going to perceive them. And I, and I always, as a, even as a teenager, I think I saw this movie when I was a teenager because um, I just started like watching like old you know classic movies, and um, I was just like, but the world's not going to perceive them as anything different because they're going to be wealthy. And my mm-hmm. mom was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. And at, at, as a teenager. <laughs> 
I didn't understand that. I really Man. didn't. I didn't get what what the ramifications was that was. I was just like, but he's going to be a doctor. That's like really, that's a really good job. And she was like, yeah, it's not going to matter. <laughs> you know, she yeah. kind of flat out told me it's not going to matter. Um, now that I got older, I, I can understand it's not going to matter. But yeah, that's a really good one. I don't know why we didn't touch on that one. And then, of course, you know, they made the horrible, I, I shouldn't say horrible. They made the <laughs> the lesser lesser sort of reboot uh the guess who with yeah, guess um, who. oh god yeah i can't I, i've never seen it i've just seen the trailer that was enough yeah. uh, <laughs> did, I, did i try and watch that movie Probably we talk about not. the guess who with um mm-hmm. ashton kutcher right the late great uh bernie mac bernie mac's great but i couldn't yeah. do it I, I just couldn't do it um but we're forgetting one we are forgetting another one that's oh, uh, actually a remake of a movie that Spielberg is putting out now. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, West Side musical, Story. Classic musical, right? I love musicals. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's also another one because we have a, a Latina and a Caucasian guy, and mm. it's basically Romeo and Juliet, and they're from two different worlds, and they fall in love. Um, and that's probably one of my favorite ones. And, and if you know the story of Romeo and Juliet, you know it ain't gonna be happy, but <laughs> yeah. I I I really like it because even the musical numbers I don't I don't remember who did the musical numbers I don't think it was Sondheim but whoever wrote those songs um, there's a song with Rita Moreno where she's singing about um, I want to be in America and then they're saying oh, yeah. all of these things that are contradictory about <laughs> living in America yeah, and I true, thought man. that is right on the nose what y'all are doing right now it's it's fun and it's peppy but it, we know underlying what what america is like um i don't know i think we've covered a lot of stuff now Jeez. no definitely and it's um yeah it's uh and we and talking about this and probably you know put ideas out there for plenty of other episodes like, oh that's a whole nother episode <laughs> because you touched on something that um <laughs> i don't know where we're talking about on the podcast but there's a little controversy that nobody's and little whispers about it when the um i think they showed the trailer during the super bowl for the new oh, west side yeah. story i i know exactly what you're talking about yeah, i'm not touching that one i ain't touching it <laughs> so y'all look that up y'all know what we're talking about <laughs> That's a hey, that's just Steven Spielberg. I'm, hey, I'm just there for the movie. I ain't getting right. into the drama. <laughs> I, I'm leaving that where it is. If, if I did, honestly, man, I I wouldn't be able to watch any of my directors if I wasn't. Nah, it's, <laughs> like, um, I wouldn't. It's too much. Yeah, there's um. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's yeah, we gonna we leave that we on the talk. table. We gonna we gonna leave that over there on the table somewhere. We ain't gonna talk about yeah. that right now. But no, but they, then, they, um, what's one, that? one but one last thing though. Well, I shouldn't say one last thing because I don't even know if you're wrapping it up. But go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> we didn't talk about. Uh, I, I brought up Get Out, but that is an mm-hmm. racial movie. That oh yeah. For no, we're definitely going to talk about that. I have an idea for another episode. Oh, okay. Table so, that uh, one. Then. No, we're going to get to that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. Yeah, that movie. On its own is uh going to get a. A whole episode. <laughs> oh my goodness! But I, I know. Um, but yeah, I think we've talked about a whole bunch. I mean, it, it all stems back going back to that that jungle fever conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it it really by the end of that movie, 
you feel like you've gone through every bit of emotion with these people. I, I can honestly say that for Spike Lee, that was a yeah a really clever way of of getting people to talk about it and getting that discussion open and letting people see that what you might not perceive as being racist or like you said fetish fetishizing um yeah. you might want to step back and take a look at at and assess why you why you are attracted to someone or why you feel this way about a particular race that's one thing people can never say about spike he always has it open for discussion and we mm -hmm. forgot uh in one of his other movies there was an interracial couple in the uh 25th hour we didn't I mean, even oh talk yeah about definitely that. yeah good old um yeah that's true that was um no what's my boy name um <laughs> edward norton <laughs> edward norton yeah are <laughs> you yeah yep so, yeah, that's great that's, that's a great freaking movie that's another a lot of his movies are underappreciated but yeah, yeah. that's a, yeah. another great freaking movie well, well my yes. goodness i i don't know where we can go from here i think we are i think we've like, no no definitely tapped out it's, the um... interracial dating <laughs> but yeah no it's a it's an interesting um topic especially in movies and um a lot more representation with um every i guess what i hate using that word minority race um when it comes to major movies and positive in positive lights also yeah i think so too i mean at as least as people this. are are growing and and learning that that inclusion is so important like we talked about it, the asian experience of them just kind of negating them to the friend they're mm -hmm. they're kind of folding them in now like um for one we didn't talk about and i'll, I'll make it brief was uh the character um, Stephen Yoon, um, Glenn and Maggie on The Walking Dead. I yeah. I really love the fact that they we we never get to see we never get to see Asian men and very few Asian women unless they are once again fetishized or put in some yeah. kind of weird predicament. Um, so yeah, this is this has been a crazy um, <laughs> crazy hodgepodge mm -hmm. of stuff, but no, um, definitely. And um, have you seen a United Kingdom? That's one last no. question. No. Uh, the Ama Asante movie. No, I haven't. Yeah, so that's a movie that kind of hits on um what you were talking about. What we don't see a lot of. Um, a black man with a white woman. Uh huh. David Oello and Ros Rosamund Pike. Oh, I love both of them. Yeah. And this is um, a United, um, I just said, the, a, a United Kingdom. Yes, yeah, from 2011. And that's definitely, um, you say you haven't seen it? I haven't seen it, but I vaguely remember it. Like, wasn't he like a, was he a prince or yes, that's a the one. mayor? Or, okay, he was something like that. I knew it was something like where he was a, either a prince or something going on. Yeah, that's definitely. So now is this based on a true story? True story, or is yep. This Oh, I might have to get on this. I love both of them. I do. So that's a definite um, recommendation. Um, check that out. Yeah, two great actors and actresses. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these movies, they kind of go under the radar, but they're very important. I agree. <laughs> I do. I Because, you know... It, it helps broaden your your horizons. And I love the biographical ones or the 
the ones that are based on true true stories too because mm -hmm. um a lot of times people don't realize what people have to go through or what people have to give up and it's all in the, the sake of love and i know that sounds kind of you know pokey but <laughs> no, you no, know no. I don't know if he I, he didn't give up his kingdom, did he? <laughs> don't don't oh, tell well. me. Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But, um, yeah, but no, it's um still in 2021 as you know it's it's very interesting and um and even in trying to do it's all about um educating yourself about other people. It is and um. You know, there's because even in trying to do the right thing, you can still come off as very insensitive. Mm -hmm. And um, because the 2020 that was last year, you know, we were in quarantine and uh, the Western name was blowing up and we had no choice but to see the crap that was going on in front of us, like with the George Floyd and this um, and with all this racism that was going on and all this, you know what I mean? Yep. And, um, you know, even then people treating it like, um, and an opportunity to get, um, their selfish views out there to, um, like these internet, internet, um, what do you call them? Internet activists. Oh my God. Don't really care about the cause. And no, they just uh, want to get the likes and they want to yeah, make you put sure that BLM, people know. BLM yep. in your, um, your, your, your profile and whatever that, but you, <laughs> but haven't contributed anything meaningful you know it's just um like that i want to talk um all y'all ears off but i'm just saying um <laughs> um be open to having a conversation about um inclusion and what the problem is when it comes to racism yeah you know i mean you definitely want to you want to open up and see what is it that people used to always say when you're younger? Put yourself in that person's shoes. And if you yeah. can't put yourself in that person's shoes, see what you can do to help be an ally exactly. of that person. That's the thing. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it, uh, at least being an ally. Because, um, yeah, when it comes to um, anti any type of um, racism, um, you got to like you said with the ally that's the perfect way of putting it um because there's still a lot to be done that needs to be done especially with anti-black racism mm -hmm. you know all the crap um you know we deal with and you know it's, it's wonderful and i'm glad something was done about the anti-asian hate and, yeah, um, but we still we still kind of need that help. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and a lot of better. I mean, we, we kind of still need that. Yeah, but look how see that happened. There was these incidents going on, and in less than a couple of months, you got an anti-Asian hate bill put into place to protect them. Wonderful. You know what I mean? Right, and it's not to negate that. No, bill at not all. at all. But I'm saying, but you know, we look, look still need anti. <laughs> right. we, we, we need some help on the anti front yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, it's, people give us a little. And it, and it's one of the things too. Um, at, at my job, uh, we're all uh, we're all supposed to be taking diversity and inclusion uh, courses. <laughs> so, and that's fine if you're going to apply what you learn in those diversity yeah. and inclusion classes my whole thing is that if you're if you're going to if you're my friend 
please check in on me and see if I'm okay. Just like you would do a family member or right. anyone that is a loved one. Because trust me, folks, when we say sometimes we are not okay, sometimes we are not okay. And, and when you ask and you find out why, that might be the door to open to, to do something about why we're not yeah, the okay. the door open to, right, to have that conversation. Yeah, and, and the conversation, like we, it always goes back to me with that. If you just have a dialogue with somebody and get to know people, and you'll understand why it's a struggle and why it's so hard. And even if you can't do anything yourself, just make sure that you're there for your friends to make sure they're okay. Right. Um, you know, we we're we're talking about interracial couples and, and movies and, and TV shows and stuff, but really, it it really is about opening that dialogue and including yourself oh, yeah. and like you said getting to know people and and know them as a person um i'm just a huge huge fan of that get to know each other as, as a person as i've gotten to know mr sigmund through these <laughs> oh yes but yeah that's um yeah so all of y'all listening appreciate you listening and mean to get too deep on you but hey some sometimes we gotta use sometimes these we opportunities we have there. you know yeah. to, to get this stuff out there and you know um we'll still bring the silly stuff we'll still- <laughs> <laughs> right but um, he'll, he'll still show us all his steel books on instagram and, and make us all jealous oh man where you say you live at again i got to come over there and check out you i, I got a couple things oh, i need I to borrow the, the great crazy <laughs> wonderful unpredictable state of texas Oh yeah, that's not as bad as South Carolina. <laughs> Try my neck <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> oh man! But as yeah. always, it's always it's always fun to be here. I I cannot tell you. I know this man has been bugging me and told me I needed to do a podcast, y'all. So I'm gonna try to get on that as soon as oh, work yeah. dies down. <laughs> I promise you. Definitely. So tell the awesome listeners um, your social media where they can find um, your awesome stuff at. Okay. Well, it's not so much awesome, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not true. Come on, don't be so oh modest. Oh my gosh. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Donna underscore the T H A underscore dead. Like dead as disco. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am on Twitter with the same handle, but I'm rarely on Twitter. So if you wanna follow me, I'm on Instagram. If you don't, you're missing out. That's all I'm yeah, gonna say. Definitely check out um, that Instagram account. Just toot my own horn, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, uh, always a pleasure to have you on here. And always fun. We'll, we'll definitely have you back. And all right, until next time, everybody. Um, you obviously know what a, my social media means, <laughs> the name of the podcast, I would hope. So anywho, um, everybody, th- thanks for listening. Take it easy. And as always, be excellent to each other.